Hello, and welcome to Nixa Talk, the podcast where people from the asset and wealth management industry share their stories, expertise, and lessons they've learned along the way. Nixa is a not-for-profit trade association connecting all facets of the asset and wealth management industry. I'm Nixa's Justine Phoenix. Today, I'm excited to welcome Laura Rame, Chief U.S. Economist at FS Investments, and we are live here at Nixa's general membership meeting in Boston. Welcome, Laura. Thank you. All right, so we're going to start, as we always do with our podcast, with our 10-second challenge. Describe what you love about this industry in 10 seconds or less. I love the economy and explaining it to investors. Very good. Okay, Laura, how did you wind up in the industry? And are there any ways your background differs from what you would think is a traditional career path? I don't think that I took a very different path to where I am today. But I will say that in my role as chief economist, I look at the economy first and financial markets second. It's probably a different way than a lot of industry experts are thinking about advising um, investors or thinking about investing themselves. And the path was very much through coming to college, liking math, liking analytics, but feeling like math in and of itself was too abstract. Mm-hmm. I needed it to be applied. Mm-hmm. I love history. I was also really interested in social sciences. And when I really um, accidentally stumbled upon economics, to me, it was the perfect combination of people, history, systems, and some analytics and math thrown in there. So mm-hmm. um, I really used to wanted to work at the Federal Reserve Bank. That's where I started and um, moved on to um, other area, other sell-side firms on Wall Street and uh, ended up at FS Investments about eight years ago now. So how was it an accidental falling into economics? I just wanted to ask that. Yeah, it, it wasn't on my radar at first, okay. I have to say. Um, and I think, you know, different time, Justine. At the, at the time, I think I don't even know what I would have thought my career would have been or that my parents even really encouraged me to to create a career for myself. I think they both, you know, were very smart. My doc, my dad's a doctor. Mm-hmm. He has a passion for data. Mm-hmm. He's an epidemiologist, which nobody had heard of before the pandemic. So he has a passion for data. And I think that was clearly a seed that was planted in my mind a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And um, something that I feel like with economics really interested me early on. Okay. Well, let's talk about a defining moment that helped shape your career or launched your leadership skills. I think that a defining moment for me was coming back to work after uh, leaving finance during the financial crisis, Mm -hmm. having my two kids. I have two beautiful daughters who today are 13 and 14, Mm -hmm. but for family reasons, I needed to go back to work. My husband's supportive, but he's an entrepreneur and his business really struggled after the uh, financial crisis. And um, that took a lot of bravery. I felt like when I went back to work, I was much more focused and I really wanted to make my time in the office count. And coming to FS Investments at a time when it was growing was something that uh, really enabled me to take a leadership role. So I can't even 
claim that it was it was really my impetus entirely. I think it was a combination yeah, of combination. of, of yeah. wanting to go back to work and finding this firm that was looking for fresh thought leadership. Great. Well, how about something that was sort of a challenging time either in your career or in the industry and how you navigated that? Can I go back to the exact same moment that I was also talking about? Well, you know what? I'm saying that joking because it was kind of kind of sort of the same thing. Sometimes there's sometimes they're completely different. Some people have talked to us about 9/11 and yeah, completely different. We're talking the same thing. Well, I mean, I mean, I think I think that says a lot because sometimes the challenging moments are when you have to step up and become a leader. It kind of makes it important. I think a a challenging time I can think of early in my career. I was at Lehman Brothers during the long-term capital management crisis and. Being at a firm when that was going on, you know, was very stressful. I think, you know, I was younger. I didn't have, you know, children to support and a family to support. So it wasn't quite the immediate threat, but it was clearly a very traumatic time in markets. I was also down on Wall Street during 9-11. I think I've seen a lot of market disruption and what that can do. And I've also, you know, lived through these various recessions that are so different from each other. And connect to financial markets so differently. I, you know, when I get asked by investors what's going to happen with the economy, that to me is is their real and present concern. You know, everybody has jobs, everybody has a house, everybody has kids mm-hmm. or parents who have jobs. The finance stuff is sort of what our firms think about, but I feel like the people that I connect with, it's really the economy. So that's why I enjoy that connection between the two. That's great. The people who you connect with are the economy. Yeah, never <laughs> that's, heard true. That that's true. That's true. It's, it's all of us. That we're is, the economy. That's great. <laughs> um, so oh, here, this is right in your wheelhouse, yeah. is where do you see the industry going in the next five to 10 years? Maybe do five. Uh, that might be a little bit, a little bit sooner. So, you know, I think the industry has never been really more vibrant. I think we continue to change and evolve. Mm -hmm. That's probably one of the most interesting things about having now several decades into this career, seen the enormous change that has gone on in the industry. So I think that's only going to continue. Um, We have so many financial advisors that are retiring. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a whole new crop of people that I think are going to rethink this industry in, in interesting ways. You know, the bank intermediation trends are continuing. I think it means there's so much growth and opportunity in the private sectors of investing, private credit, private equity, private lending. You know, our industry just changes so much. And I think there's never been a better time to be at the this, sort you know, sort of talking to people and being at a firm like FS Investments, yeah. like working with Nixa, yeah. I feel like we are right at the epicenter of those changes because we really kind of get to to craft our own path as as it evolves. I mean, it will evolve, right? That's the only thing that we know for sure. Right, right. It will Change evolve. Is constant, yeah, and it will evolve. <laughs> right, right. So I think there's a lot of opportunity in short, and I think we're well positioned to to tackle it. Well, that's good news. Yeah. All right. So let's wrap up with a, a final uh, question for you, and it's um, you've had a successful career. We started out by saying lessons learned along the way. So we always like to hear from our leaders on if you could give one piece of advice to your younger self, what would that be? So I'm going to give two pieces of advice. Okay. The first one is just to keep knocking on the door. You may need to be creative. If you don't, if the door doesn't open the first time, try again, try the side door, you know, keep, keep trying. (laughs) I, I, I don't think that you ever lose from persistence. So I think, you know, there are times when I could have been more persistent and it's a real lesson that I've tried to take away. 
And I think the second lesson maybe is less for myself, but more if there are other younger women who are thinking of getting into this industry, thinking about having a family. I've loved doing this while I have a family. It's totally possible. I have really been thinking a lot about this concept that we throw around called mommy guilt. And I actually don't feel that very often. I reframe it as I wish I could be in two places at the same time. Mm -hmm. So I really love my job. I also really love my kids. <laughs> so, I think that's great. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that to me is a much better way to, to phrase it. I don't feel guilty for, you know, working hard and supporting my family, but sometimes I just wish I could be in two places at the same time. So maybe that will help uh, new young women out there who are who are thinking about these choices and whether they can have a family and, and do it all. I, I think you can. Well sometimes said. you just... Uh, you just wish you could be everywhere. Well said, well said. Well, thank you so much for joining us today on our podcast. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Our listeners can connect with me and the rest of the Nixa team by searching for Nixa on LinkedIn. Please share your feedback on the podcast and let us know who you'd like to hear from next. And make sure you don't miss future episodes by subscribing to Nixa Talk on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Until then... Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Nixa Talk. Nixa is a trade association connecting the global asset management community. Please note the Nixa Talk podcast is the sole property of Nixa. The content of the podcast is for educational purposes only and does not constitute advice or services. Guests' opinions and statements are their own and do not represent the organizations with which they are associated. Parties may not reproduce these podcasts in any form without the express written consent of Nixa. 